Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening whenever you are tuning in, and welcome back to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Fun fact, I just have to let you guys know that the intro is always like the hardest part of an episode for me because there's no tone set going into it, right? So it's like, should I be like, hello, hello, hello? Like, (laughs) I probably re-record that more than like any other thing in my episodes. So there's a little bit of humor for you and (laughs) self-deprecation. But I was just thinking about it as I was saying that introduction. I was like, I'm going to change it up a bit today. And then I was like, why is this so hard? Anyway, I'm in a weird mood today, so let's just strap in and get right into the 11th of the 12th universal laws. It's going to be interesting. Today, we are talking about the law of polarity. And before we continue on, I wanted to let you know that next week we will finish up with the last of this series, and then we will be moving into more wealth consciousness and identity episodes. So if there is a topic you want to hear more about, DM me on Instagram, and I'll be happy to plan it into this year's content. And to those of you who already have, thank you. Thank you for the inspiration. Much love to you. Okay, let's jump into the 11th law, the law of polarity. The law of polarity states that there has to be an opposite to everything in our world for our universe to remain in balance. So in other words, everything has a duality and a built-in opposite that cannot exist without the other. So if one side has the potential to exist, then by the law of polarity, the opposite side also has to exist in order to create a full circuit. So this is a bit of a paradox, but these opposite expressions are also the same because together they make up a whole. Yeah, I'm going to let you sit with that one for a second. (laughs) They're opposite and the same. The polar ends are both extremes of the same continuum. They're just as alike as they are different. So to spare your brain, because you're probably like, wait, what? Let me give you a quick analogy. The law of polarity can best be understood by thinking about a coin. The opposing sides of a coin, they seem separate, right? You have heads and then you have tails. But they're opposing sides of the same thing. They're still a coin. There's different expressions of the, of the coin. So while you might flip and get heads one time, there's always the potential that you could have gotten tails and vice versa. That potential of having one or the other extreme expressed is the law of polarity. The potential for the opposites at all times. And either way, the coin is whole. 
and the opposing sides are opposite and the same simultaneously. So you cannot have one side of the continuum without the existence and potential for the opposite end. So if there is a positive, there has to be potential for a negative. That doesn't mean it's always going to express, but it means that the potential is there. It has to exist. So you can't have black without white, birth without death, light without dark, happy without sad, health without sickness, good without bad, etc. And by this narrative, if you're happy, you always have the potential to be sad. But if you're sad, you also have the potential to be happy. The law of polarity always gives us both extremes. And our mindset is what determines which extreme is delivered and expressed. So the law of polarity gives us active choice. So to tie this law in with a previous episode, if the law of rhythm is a pendulum, then the law of polarity is the furthest right-left point that the pendulum reaches. So you're smart. You've probably already figured out that these two are closely related to one another, and they are. Everything natural that we experience in our life or in our world is cyclical and within balance because of the expression of these two laws working together. So for every tree that falls, another's growing. For every death, there is a birth. For every storm, there is a drought. For every terminally ill patient, there's another one who miraculously lives, and so on. And understanding how these two laws can work together reminds us to pay it forward while things are good, because that'll help us balance the scales. In my personal belief, and I actually haven't read this anywhere, so like totally take it with a grain of salt, but my personal belief is that this concept of paying it forward will keep you in a positive cycle longer because you're balancing the scales while you're there. So you're just like chilling in that good area, that good polar end that you want to be in, right? The good side, quote unquote. But the same can also be said for those whose misery enjoys company, right? They spread their shitty little circumstances to everyone else. and They want everyone to be just as miserable as they are. We all know at least one person, right? And so they stay there. They stay in that polarity. And so I feel like whatever you're putting out there is what you're getting back more of. And if you're giving out shitty circumstances, that's what you're getting back. But also if you give out really great things, that's what you get back. And I feel like that's what allows us to hold these polar opposites the sides that we actually want to have expressed longer, right? Because law of rhythm means that either way, things are going to flow in and out. But I feel like we do have some agency of being able to control how long we stay in certain cycles based on things like paying it forward. And if I may be so bold as to be extremely cheesy, and I will because I'm alone and it's my podcast, (laughs) throw glitter, not shade, and your life will be more sparkly. I know. I know. I need to put that in a little shirt and just wear it around. Throw glitter, not shade, and your life will be more sparkly. So for every gift we receive, aim to give a gift away. For every opportunity you receive, give another to someone else. For every moment of joy we experience, bring joy to someone else. So if something really great happens for you, pay it forward. Do something great for someone else, right? Like you find $10 on the ground. What if you bought the person behind you's latte, you know, or... A coworker gives you praise in a meeting? Awesome. What if you could do the same thing for someone else in a meeting? If your spouse does something that's super helpful for you, great. What can you do for them in return? It's not about this like debt to pay, right? It's not about the give and the take, the having and the not having. This is just about something great has been done for me and I'm going to give something great in return. It's about this paying it forward. It's about giving and receiving this good energy. So the law of polarity allows us the act of choice to stay in a particular polar end so long as we're within balance with it. 
Okay, so you've heard some good things about the law of polarity. Now I want to quickly just talk about like the existential crisis I had when I learned about all these laws, <laughs> but especially the law of rhythm and polarity, because I was just like, wait, if bad things are always going to happen, they're always going to exist, then why even bother? If a utopian society is impossible, then why give a flying fuck anymore? Because there's nothing I can do, right? And it took me a hot minute, but it finally clicked for me. And I want to share this with you in case you are also going down that downward spiral. It's okay. Breathe. We're in this together. There are good things that come out of this. I gained more appreciation for this law when I remembered that the universe does not perceive good or bad. This is entirely a human concept. The universe just operates in the world of is or is not. It's 100% neutral. And when I figured this out, I was like, wait, light bulb. This means that the universe also doesn't perceive polarities like hard or easy. These are also human concepts. So that means that there isn't anything I can't manifest easily, as long as I don't decide that it has to be hard. Mmm, excitement, I know. <laughs> but honestly, like, that just, that blew my mind when I thought of that. I was like, wow, this whole concept of easy versus hard, like, I think about manifesting a billion dollars being really hard. And of course, I still do because I'm getting over, like, those beliefs. But in reality, things just are. They, they just exist. And so if we can believe that something is easier then it is hard, then that becomes true for ourselves. That becomes the expression of the polarity that we experience. And vice versa, if we believe because of our conditioning and our, our life growing up that something has to be hard, then that becomes our reality. That becomes the expression of the polarity. And a little personal example of mine that I'll use to demonstrate this is that when I was younger, I decided to take on this narrative of a young woman that wasn't good at math. Because I just assumed that, you know, first of all, I didn't think at the time that young women could be good at math. That was a guy's thing. I was more into history and English. And that's where I thrived. But over time, especially when I got, I got to eighth grade slash ninth grade, I all of a sudden was thinking about it. I was like, well, I have to do well in this class this year. There are external reasons as to why I had to do well. But I all of a sudden just said, I just have to become someone that's good at math if I'm going to get to my goals. I just have to. I have to get A's in math. And so then I was like, well, come hell or high water, I'm just going to have to be good at math. Like I flipped the switch and said, instead of me sitting in this I'm bad at math section for a while, now I'm just going to choose to be good at it. And what does that look like? And what do I need to do to embody that person who chooses to be good? And I'm not going to lie, I had to apply myself a lot more to math than I did my other subjects. But that's also because I was less practiced at math, because I already had in my head that I was bad at it, so why try? So all that to say, I had the narrative that I was bad, and then I had to make a choice where all of a sudden I just said, come hell or high water, I just have to be good at this thing. I applied myself, it took me a little longer, but by the time I graduated high school, math was one of my better subjects. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, wow, no, I'm good at math. That's something I'm now great at. And so the label was really frivolous. It didn't really have much meaning. It's just the intent that I allowed it to give me. It was the polar end that I decided to accept as truth about my life. But the universe is neutral. It's like, hey, you want to flip to the other side? Cool, go for it. Your life. So all this to say, as humans, we are the ones who apply labels. Labels like good or bad. But when we really think about it, Everything that we consider bad could be good for someone or something else. Everything. A flood means danger for people, but a chance for plants to spread their seeds farther. And a forest fire means people could lose their homes. But it creates really fertile soil, 
and clearing for future growth. And the death of a loved one can be traumatic for you and inspire someone else to live their life more fully. Hell, even an asteroid hitting Earth like really sucked for the dinosaurs, but was kind of great for humans, right? (laughs) In every war in history of the world, soldiers on both sides of the war always think they're on the right side. And the label of who the good and the bad soldiers were entirely depends on the perspective of the historian. Good and bad are human concepts. Right and wrong, yes, no, right, left, up, down, these are human concepts with no meaning to nature. The law of polarity embodies this neutrality, this simplicity. It just is. It's just the expression of two ends, two opposites. So living a fulfilled life means experiencing the fullness of all continuums, right? Treading through things like grief, frustration, worry, and then appreciating the other opposites of joy, love, and bliss, and making an active choice to determine which one we're going to sit in, which one we're going to embrace. Change is inevitable, but choice is how we can adapt. Nature just is. The law of polarity just is. So if you can always choose things like optimism over pessimism, you will be choosing the positive expression of these polarities that exist within your life. So before we wrap up, let's talk about how to apply the law of polarity to what you're manifesting. So if you're trying to manifest more abundance, the law of polarity states that the full package you're really manifesting includes both ends. It includes abundance and the lack of. But the side that is expressed in your life is what you are a higher match for. So if you're focused on manifesting wealth, but you're not quite certain you're worth having the wealth, then you could unintentionally attract poverty because you're welcoming the whole package into your life. And your thoughts are telling the universe to express the negative side of that spectrum because you don't have belief in self-worth. So in other words, you found the right coin, but you flipped it and you got the wrong side because of your expectation. You said, oh, I'm going to flip it because I really want abundance. And then that little voice in the back of your head was like, but just kidding, we don't really deserve it. And so then the coin was like, boom, tails, you don't get it, poverty. And I'm not saying like you're going to be just in extreme poverty, right? I'm just saying that will express itself a little bit more than the abundance side because your intent still counts for something. But the energy of how you really feel about something also counts for something. Remember the particle wave theory in the law of quantum physics that states an observer's expectations determines the outcome. This means that you're attracting the right package, the right coin. You just need to change your mindset so that you're getting the side of the coin you want. You need to adjust your expectation so that you get the wealth and abundance side. It starts with your expectations. So I have a quick exercise for you to help you recognize where you're not fully aligned with the things you want, right? Because we all know we're pretty clear on what our intents are. We're not always super clear about our expectations. And these sound like the same things, but there's a slight difference. So here's what I want you to do. Grab a piece of paper when you have time, draw a line down the center of it. And on the left-hand side of this line, I want you to write down all the things you want to manifest. And it could be as long as you want, right? You can do maybe five things, 20 things. I don't care. It's up to you. And then on the other side of this paper, I now want you to go through and for each of those things you wrote on the left side, on the right side, I want you to write the opposites of those items. And once you've done this for the whole list, I then want you to go through each item line by line and imagine what it would be like to have the positive version of the thing you want, which is on the left side, 
And then think about what it would be like to have the negative version of the thing you want on the right side. And ask yourself, which one feels more attainable? Which one feels more realistic for me? And be honest with yourself and then write that experience down. It could be that for half of them, you're like, oh yeah, no, hell yeah. I definitely am aligned with this thing on the left. I know it's coming. It's great. I have no doubt in my mind that that's way more attainable than the shit on the left. I'm sorry, on the right. But for a couple of them, or maybe even all of them, you could have a different experience. You might say, oh gosh, I know that's my intent, but I actually feel like that's not achievable for me. I don't actually feel like that's possible. I feel like being poor for the rest of my life is more likely. That's important for you to know because that means your expectation is not in alignment with your intent. That difference is what we call limiting beliefs. So hopefully that helps you demystify what these things are. (laughs) So if you've gone through this list and you realize that the right side of your page feels a little bit more in alignment with where you are currently, that just means you have some beliefs to work through. And that's okay. We all have beliefs. Even the best manifester in the world is still going to have beliefs to deal with. And working on limiting beliefs doesn't ever mean that they completely go away. It just means that you have choice. And you get to choose a different route. So if this resonates with you and you find yourself aligning with more of the things on the right, that just means your intent is heading in the right direction, but your energy is not. So your opposing intent and your beliefs are canceling one another out. So if you've been stuck or things just don't feel like they're going anywhere, or you're feeling very unproductive with manifestation, this could be why. Your intent is the gas pedal, but your energy is the brakes. And when the two conflict, you're not going anywhere. So as an example of this, if you have manifest wealth on your list, but you think about having wealth and thoughts like, oh, I probably won't ever have it. I don't actually believe this will work for me. I think I'll always just be starving artist for the rest of my life, like whatever it is. That means your intent of having the abundance is in direct conflict with how you really feel. And because your emotions are energy in motion, that means you're hitting the brakes on one side. And if this negative energy is stronger than your intent, then you're probably throwing the whole damn car into reverse. Which I know probably doesn't really go with my analogy, but, you know, bear with me here. (laughs) So to address this dilemma, to put your foot on the gas and to release the brake, you have to make your intent stronger. And you can do that by sitting in the emotions of already having what you want. That way you can start changing your energy, your emotions about the issue. And you can do this with visualization, journaling about the future version of you who has those things, acting as if. I mean, there's a million different methods you could use. I'll, I'll leave that up to you. But the idea is to, fi- is to get your brain working on seeing this as an opportunity for yourself and building those neural pathways right? I don't know if you remember, you can go back to episode 48 if you just don't remember, but brain cells that fire together wire together. And a lot of us have really negative thoughts that have plagued us for so long that that's our brain's default. That's what our brain immediately jumps to, the negative. So that's why things like visualization and meditation and journaling are so important. Because if you can visualize the future version of yourself who has everything you want, You're forming that new neural network in your brain, a more positive network that may not have existed before. And that means over time, with enough repetition of those positive affirmations and those positive thoughts and expectations, this network can become the new default pathway that your brain takes. But it takes repetition and practice. And in the long run, this new neural pathway 
will ensure that you get to a point where you hit the gas long before you ever hit the brakes. That means your positive thoughts will jump in first, and if you have any negative, they might lag behind. But you're already going to be moving forward. Your foot's already going to be on the gas heading toward abundance. That's the fix. The law of polarity states that the opposites of the same always exist simultaneously. But the expression of one pole or the other entirely depends on our beliefs. This is why working on core beliefs is one of the most important things we will ever do in our lives. It's a lifelong journey. There's no fixing it or getting rid of it. We're all just here to experience, to grow, and to make better choices about how we're going to express our lives. So thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please write me a review and email me a copy, and then I will send some goodies in exchange. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and I will catch y'all next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.